Okay, this is Math Mescal Mountains, and even though it's nowhere near trapping season, I'm going to show you how to find your trapping locations. I'm going to show you what to do. I'm going to tell you what I do, and we're going to get started. Okay, so on this first one, what I have is Google Earth. Now, the reason I use Google Earth is because I can get a wide view of the area from a satellite location. I can zoom in. I can see if there's trails. I can see the vegetation in the area, so therefore I know what the animals are going to eat. I can get a proximity of how big the location is and what types of animals are there. For example... But this one, I've hunted here, I've fished here, I've hiked here, but so I would not trap this location. But what I'm going to show you is what I look for to paint the picture so you can have success. So if we look, we have a starting point. We can see the trails, we can see the game trails. We can see that there's a water source, which would be right here. We can see the flora, another name for plants. So therefore we can assume what animal is in this area, how big, what they're eating and where they're drinking. What makes this not an ideal prime location is the fact that now, we go to an app called All Trails. This is the, the hiking trail that cuts through that, that piece of land. And we can see here, if it's heavily active, we can see what people use it for. In other words, if you're gonna come, come across a hippie with a dog, you know, running, how active it is, how many people are going to be there. We can get map details. We can get elevation gains. One of the things about this is the highest elevation gain is 39% grade. Now, I don't know about you, but if you've been trapping or you're hiking and you're walking 8, 9, 10 miles, with a load of traps on your back, that gets to you after a while, 39% grade. But we can see how often it's used, what people are using it for, and if it's dog friendly, if it's um, horseback friendly, if it's biking friendly. So All Trails is an app that I use for that. But let's say I wanted to trap there. Well, what would I do then? What I would do then is I would pull up a topographical map plus satellite image of the area. I would plan where most animals are going to be. In other words, I'm not going to, I'm going to look at the train of features. I'm going to associate those train features. And then, for example, this little steep area right here. 
the 39% grade. I'm not going to trap that, okay? What I'm going to do is I'm going to trap the locations to that. What I mean by that, I'll just go ahead and take a screenshot of it for you right here. Well, there we go. What I mean by that is I'm not going to trap here on this grade, if you can see it. What I am going to trap is I'm going to trap here. Let's see if we can make it wider. Here, 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 and here. And I'm going to make like a, a box around that. Okay. So once I do that, what do I do now? Once I determine the location, once I go there, once I get a feel of the area, I'm going to go and I'm going to look for a sign. We've talked about that in previous videos. I'm going to look at to see if the train has changed at all. I'm going to look at what they're eating and see if how my bait, you know, compares to what they're eating. And then I'm going to use another app called Mill GPS. So I'm going to go and I'm going to find the spots that I want to trap. I'm going to drop a pin. Mill GPS is available for iOS. I don't know about um, Android, but it's the app that I use. I'm going to drop a pin on all the places I want to trap. Now, I'm going to take that information. I'm going to take it to the uh, ranger station. And I'm going to say, look, here's my trapper's license. Here's my 10 TIN trapper identification number. Uh, this is the area I plan on trapping. Is there any registered trap lines in that area? Is there any familial traditional trap lines in that area? Because all trappers have to have their name and contact information registered. What they'll do is they'll contact or give you the information to contact these trappers to make sure you don't overstep your bounds. Because trap lines, most people trap them every year. Most families pass them down that do trap. And they're not going to take too kindly when they go to their trap line and you have your trap set, okay? Once all that is cleared out, I'll register that trap line, okay? Then, it sounds like a lot. What I'll do is I'll go from there, I'll put it into an app on my phone, and I'll take out a map, and I'll plot the coordinates on the map and on an app called Spyglass. And what that's going to let me do is the map I can take with me. I'll know exactly where my trap line is, exactly where it's at. I'll have my compass as always. But if you have signal, and while we have rule of law with Spyglass, I can put in those coordinates and also mill GPS, and it'll tell me, it'll take me straight to it without having to bother with that. In that case, the compass and the map is back up. 
Once I get there, I'll place my traps. I'll take another GPS location if something changes. Then I'll come back. I will print off a map that you can get for free from like Net Geo or something like that, or even my topos or whatever. And I'll mark each one of those traps. Now, the depends on certain types of traps that you have. The state will give you a form to fill out. And it's simple. It's your name, address, uh, trapping identification number, and the county and state. And then you list your traps, the location, the condition, um, what time you check, check them, because they have to be checked every eight, uh, 16 hours. Unless it's underwater, then it's every 72 hours. And then, yeah, you, know, you fill that out. They'll check on you, trust me. So if, those, if they know those, those traps have not been checked, then it's your ass. That's just the way it is. So, I'll take that information. I'll fill it out for the first season. Then, the next season, I'm going to keep... Oh, I'm going to take that information of where I put the traps. I'm going to put them on a map that I printed. It could be a piece of shit map. With the, but I'm going to write down the exact coordinates. And I'm going to take it back to the ranger station. And that way, if they want it, it's not an always thing. It's not mandatory. If they want it, they know exactly where your traps are. You're just being out in the open, and that's a good thing to be. So... That year comes, I trap that year. I keep my maps, I keep my records, I keep my coordinates. The following year comes, I do the same thing. And after about five or six years, I'm gonna have a record. Oh, well I did this five years ago when the conditions was this. Now the conditions are this, so let me go back and see how well I looked. You know, how well I did back previously and you can keep a herd you can keep an ideal of it also with trapping comes regulations and it's different for everybody go to your just put in um, 2020 tra uh, trapping North Carolina regulations or uh, Washington regulations or Tennessee regulations and it's going to take you to their Department of Natural Resources website and it'll be right there and it changes so you need to keep an eye on that sometimes for example beaver right now if you're trapping beaver with a snare it has no limit but that could change tomorrow it has no season no limit which means you can trap as many as you want as long as you're using snares and it's underwater trapping but that could change tomorrow so it's up to you to make sure that you keep up to date with the tracking or trapping regulations. Also, once you do that, it's pretty much bait, you know, harvest, reset, you know, rebate. It's just a, a pattern over and over and over and over again. So, as always, with this type of stuff, we stand in the presence of the 
modern and the ancients. What I'm, what I'm talking about ancient is these are some of the best maps you can get. Printed maps. It's by DeLone. It has uh, detailed topographical maps with back roads, rec recreation sites, GPS. It has game lands. Keep these maps. Buy a map every year they get updated because they change. But keep your maps. If you can find old maps, keep them. Because as the new ones come out, something might be left off. You know, something might be um, changed in some way. Also, I know in North Carolina, I don't know about the other states, that you can go to the DNR website and contact local trappers. Go introduce yourself and ask them. Contact them directly. Hey, um, my name's Matt. I'm wanting to get into trapping. This is my first year. Uh, thought I'd touch base with you and see where... Um, you know, you have your trap line, so I don't put my trap on there. This is a trap so I'm using. Uh, call me back. And they'll call you back and say, look, I'm not going to tell you where my trap line is, or I appreciate you letting me know. Uh, stay, And they're not going to give you exact location, but they could say, stay away from um, the left side of middle prong. Okay, I know not to trap on when I'm going at middle prong to stay off the left side. Once you develop that network, pick their brain for what they use for bait, the traps they use, the trap setups they use, how they tune their traps, how they dye their traps, and be willing to discuss with them all the stuff I just said. So, keep your records. Keep counts. Do it legal. Do it smart. Do it responsible and do it with ethics. This is Matt with Mescal Mountains. If you got any type of comments, questions, put them down below. Stay safe, be kind to each other, and I love you.